0: Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to Love and Light. I'm your host, Sienna C, Mamacita, whatever feels right for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new here, hi. Whether you just stumbled across, I can't even speak today, but we're doing this in one take. So whether you just stumbled across the podcast, I don't know why that's so difficult for me to say today, or you came looking for it, I am equally grateful and happy to have you here. So thank you so much. Um, I hope that this episode can provide something for y'all, some laughter, some clarity, some lessons, just anything that can make you feel like you took something away from this. Uh, today's topic is all about boarding school, or as I call it, my Zoe 101 experience. Because for me, Zoe 101 was the first time that I ever had any exposure to boarding school. I did not know what it was. I didn't have family or anyone that went or things of that nature uh but I'm getting ahead of myself so I asked y'all to submit questions and topics for me to discuss and y'all pulled through so let's just dive right in number one did you actually have a good experience all right we are starting off with just right to the jugular aren't we um in general I would say yes sincerely I did have a good experience. High school in general comes with its own unique set of tribulations and boarding school is not exempt from that. I in fact would argue that boarding school kids actually experience those things with more intensity by virtue of like living on campus um, not being able to go home and get that escape, whereas regular day students um, in a typical high school or even day students at boarding school have a separation of like, work in home or school and home um it's just different it's just different to be a boarding school kid so boarding school is not for everyone and these institutions need like i cannot emphasize need enough uh these institutions need to change to actively serve the students who are on their campus and who they are recruiting for a variety of reasons um I individually had a net positive experience. So yes, I had a good experience in attending. That's not to say I didn't have my own mishaps or like ish that I wish I didn't go through or ish that I have no desire to relive. Uh, But overall, I look back at boarding school with a curious fondness. Um, Two, what was it like getting used to being away from home at a younger age? So for me, it honestly wasn't that difficult for a couple of reasons. So one, my parents are divorced. So I can't remember a time ever living within close proximity to both of them. So I learned to be independent from a very young age. Two, there's a chunk of time where I didn't live with either of my parents. um, And so I lived with my grandparents. I love them for, I mean, everything. And I'm super grateful to them for that Um, specifically and while that was definitely like a home full of love I defined home back then as like when I was with my mom so the idea of home feels very elusive and is like super complicated for me and that's not what you're asking but I'm just sharing um but to answer succinctly living away from a home wasn't so much the difficult part as it was like the cultural shock of like social capital cultural capital and like financial capital right like people were wealthy at boarding school and it was so clear to me based on all of the interactions like who came from upbringing similar to mine right be they from a caribbean household be they from urban environments like cities be they latinx family-oriented household like All of the people who had parts of my upbringing that I could relate to, it was very easy to identify. Versus those that did not, because the foundational roots of their upbringing were just different, and it was so apparent. Um, Also, logistically, like we had a dining hall, so I never had to like cook for myself or things like that. We had laundry in the basement, and it had like three settings, so even if you didn't know how to do laundry, it was simple enough to figure out, and. At 14, you're more than capable of like looking it up on your phone. Um, and we had our housemasters, but I absolutely despise that term. So I refer to them as like dorm parents. So if you ever had any questions, they could help us out. So I don't think it was much different um, for me specifically because of my upbringing. But in general, I think the biggest difference is that a lot of, for a lot of students, it's their first time. Living away from home, right? At 14, most people have not lived away from home. Uh, but I think the fear or like anxiety that can come with that gets really offset and mitigated by being surrounded by your friends, right? Again, literally that Zoe one-on-one. Like, I think that's what a lot of people had in their head if they had never had someone in boarding school. And those people who did have family members or things in boarding school. Um, or who had been to boarding school they probably had a better idea of what they were signing up for so it was less difficult to you know get used to living away from home uh number three why boarding school this is a great question and honestly my first reason was zoe 101 like as dumb as that sounds that's my answer I had never heard of boarding school before then. Like I said, no one in my family had ever gone. So I was first gen. And in my head, like Zoe 101 is what boarding school meant. Looking back, obviously, like Harry Potter, Hogwarts, right? That's a boarding school. I didn't register that. Don't ask me why. I just didn't. Um, And so when I got the opportunity, I took it. I'll also say i didn't seek out the opportunity it literally fell onto my lap i was nominated by an adult in my middle school for a program called prep 9. i applied and got into the program and they helped me prepare for and apply to boarding school it's way more complicated than that but this isn't an ad for prep so that's the gist when i came home and told my mom about the opportunity though she cried because she knew how great of an opportunity it was and There's a lot of factors for me, but at its core, I loved the independence of boarding school. I really fed into the exceptionalism that I was sold about myself and the kinds of students that go to boarding school. I wanted to live with my friends and everyone kept telling me that it was a great education and awesome resources. So at 12 years old, which is when I actually started the process, it seemed like a no-brainer, especially since I lived in New York at the time and all the schools that I was going to be applying to were in the New England area. So it was far enough to feel like I was having my own space, but close enough that I really didn't feel out of touch with my immediate family if I needed them. Uh, So yeah, that's why boarding school. The resources, the opportunity kind of came to me and everyone around me seemed especially because I was in a program with other kids also pursuing boarding school and everyone to my knowledge had a similar experience of like I wasn't looking for boarding school this opportunity came about and we're all just kind of here and the people that I met in the program were so dope and are some of my closest friends today that I'm like wow all right if these are the people that are going to boarding school they're like yeah sign me up So that's that. Um, Next is actually on campus. So did you feel supported by adults there being first gen? I found so much performative. This is a beautifully complex question. So thank you for asking. Uh, The short of it is yes and no, which I know. Uh, The long of it is yes. I felt like all of the adults had my best interest at heart, and they would be there if I went to them, but not in the way that I wanted or that I thought I needed at that time. Hence why I say no. I didn't connect with any of my teachers or any of the adults in like a mentor mentee way when in comparison to how I saw the other students do so. I think I lacked like social capital to connect with them in that way. I'm super soft. Y'all know this. Um, I lead with tenderness. And in high school, I was the same way, but much less able to take tough love or constructive criticism. And I'm not saying that this is what my teachers thought. I'm saying in my experience, I felt compared to the other students. And when I looked around, I felt like my issues weren't valid because of the exceptionalism that I had referenced before, right? You're supposed to be able to handle everything with grace is what I would tell myself. I didn't feel like I could connect to the adults on campus in the same way. And because of that, I didn't seek out their support in significant ways. So I felt like they were there for me if I went to them, but I didn't always feel comfortable going to them. Sorry. I feel like this was maybe not the most coherent answer. Uh, but yes and no. And I'm sorry that you felt like it was performative. I hope that you felt sincerely supported by someone or someone's uh, during your experience. Five, did you ever miss school? I'm assuming you mean miss as in like, did I ever not go to class versus if I like emotionally miss school when I wasn't on campus. But in case I'm wrong, I'll answer both so yes i missed class when i was sick if i went to the infirmary otherwise no you could not miss class um and yes when i was on a break i would miss like being on campus my friends the convenience of having everything in a you know five minute radius uh and just the atmosphere after about like three or four days of being home Being home was a dream for those first three to four days. And then I was like, all right, you could send me back to campus now. I'm good. Um, Oh, also people miss class if they had like sports games or whatever, but that's excused. So like unexcused absences, nah, those weren't a thing because you lived on campus. And so if you didn't go to class Your teacher would follow up, and I mean, they could literally go to your room and see where you were. And if you weren't in your room and you weren't like on campus, then obviously that's a bigger issue. Um, because like you're a liability, you have to, you're a minor also, so you should be on campus. And if the school doesn't know where you're at, that's a problem. Um, so like typical day to day, did people miss class? Like, nah, not like that. Um, moving on. (laughs) Did you have a fridge or microwave in your room like in college? Nah. My school didn't allow it. You had to have like special permission. Um, Every room just came with like a desk, a twin bed, and a dresser. And some of the rooms legit were like closets. They were so small. But I think they got bigger as you progressed, right? So senior year, I had a huge room, which was beautiful. For freshman year, I legitimately lived in a closet like harry potter's room and sorcerer's stone when he is at home like that was my room it was minuscule um i don't know why i'm i don't i just i'm not feeling great friends but i want to get this out so i'm sorry if i have like a weird energy i'm gonna i'm gonna switch it up uh Which this isn't the best question to do that, but I want to answer it. Are people as mean and clicky as they are in TV and movies? Um, This is really comical because I just had a conversation with my friend Derek. Shout out to you if you're listening. Um, Literally this week about this topic. This is entirely subjective. There is no blanket answer uh, for boarding schools across the board. My grade wasn't clicky. Uh, In the way that like no one mixed, right? We definitely knew who the friend groups were, the people that chose to hang out together outside of class and sports. But because you have your classmates, your teammates, because everyone was required to play a team sport. So you have your classmates, your teammates, your housemates, think like Hogwarts houses your club members, etc. everyone was able to like talk and mix because you were forced to, right? Or at least from my perspective. So there wasn't the like, you can't sit with us culture, but there definitely were tables where you could map out like, oh, this friend group is going to sit here. This friend group is going to sit here. Um, but I don't think you would necessarily label the front groups like the jocks the geeks the popular kid like I don't think that's how you would group it um that's not how I would group it at least so no not in that way um but the grade above me was super clicky and again not in the like mean and catty way that you see in movies but there was an intentionality in their front groups uh whereas my grade did not intentionally create friend groups and if anyone from class of 15 is listening uh one thank you I appreciate you but two I'm just speaking on my experience and my perspective I'm not trying to tell y'all how your experience was um that's just from my perspective like there was an intentionality so I would definitely say 15 was more clicky than 16. And I don't say that as a bad thing, but I just say that to the point that it's completely subjective. Um, I don't think there's a blanket across the board of like boarding school breeds clicks or doesn't breed clicks. I think in that sense, it is very similar to a high school where you have your defined friend groups, you have the people that you have in class, you have the people that you have in clubs. The only difference is that we have housemates, right? And those are the people that you live with and so naturally if you have one person who is your classmate your teammate and your housemate you're more inclined to have a stronger bond with them uh but there's no guarantee so nah people aren't as mean and clicky uh as they are in tv and movies or if they are they weren't to me that's no one was ever like that way towards me um yeah <laughs> all right number eight uh talk about diversity how many poc ha! that's jokes um five nah i'm kidding kind of uh lawrenceville truly is one of the more diverse sporting schools lawrenceville is the school that i went to um but that's not saying much because you have schools who graduate like five black students and seven latinx students in a grade of 200 and diversity. Um and of course diversity is so much more than race, right? It's ethnicity, upbringing, the middle school that you're coming from, class, gender, sexuality, all of those things. Um but all in all, I would say boarding schools are just very homogenous, right? They are primarily comprised of white, wealthy, suburban preppy students. Um there were a decent number of international students, but International students in from what I can remember got significantly less, if any, financial aid. So they all tended to be wealthier. And a lot of them from to my knowledge came from like international schools or like American schools in uh whatever country they were coming from. So I'm not saying this is the standard for every boarding school at all. I'm just saying my experience, these are the trends that I observed um but diversity is lacking in all fronts across boarding schools and I will say that with my whole entire chest uh especially in curriculum but that is a discussion for a boardroom so we'll just we'll leave that where it is for right now uh number nine is really cute were there places to eat on or near campus (laughs) um so oh late at night Uh, late at night, if you mean after, like, 9, then no. Because you have to be back in your dorm, uh, by 9 p.m. most years. But you could order from local places like Domino's or whatever. You just couldn't leave your dorm. Which was actually really annoying when you got, like, the late night munchies. But we're minors, and it's a huge liability for the school, so I get it. Um, so there were places, you know, right off of campus that you could like go and grab food um and actually the street like literally across the street from the gates of campus was still considered on campus so you didn't have to like sign out or get permission to go but late at night um no because you shouldn't be going off of campus if you did you needed special permission um And this actually is a pretty good segue into number 10, right? So, do you think the school had too much control over you or just the right amount of freedom? Um, I think the school had good reason for the amount of control, but certain practices were excessive. I'll never forget. I'm still a little tight at this. I like, (sighs) all right. So I just finished SDC, which is our spring dance concert, and my girl Krista performed as she does and her family came to see her and they invited me out to dinner with them I had to get approval to go off campus which again right like a level of control but that makes sense to me because they have a minor a liability they have to know where I'm going so I told my dorm parent where I was going and all of that and we were supposed to be back by 11 Which I think gave us like just over an hour. I think it was like an hour and 10 minutes or something like that. Um, Which should have been more than enough based on previous experience of going... I think we went to Chili's, honestly. Like, based on the amount of times that I've gone to Chili's, like that should have been more than enough time. So... We went in and it was super crowded. And I ended up getting back at like 11 30 or something. And Krista's mom walked me in and explained. And I called from the restaurant. Like, once we went in and I was like, oh, whoa. And the wait time was like 20, 30 minutes. I called my dorm parent and was like, hey, this is the situation. Like, I don't think I'm going to be back by 11. And she was like, oh, well, you said you're going to be back. Like, I hope that you make it. We'll see what happens. And it was like, oh, that was so frustrating. So I get back and Krista's mom walks me in. Actually, let me restart. I'm going to start over. But this is one take. So y'all are going to hear all of that. So the night was super crowded and I ended up getting back at like 1130. Chris's mom walked me in and explained and I had called from the restaurant already explaining the situation but I still got punished for being late for curfew and here's what bothers me every part of it now okay so here let me lay it out right here's the thing that bothers me and here's why I feel like this was excessive was because I was out with an adult that my mother allowed me to leave campus with I was clearly communicating the entire time as things were changing. It was the weekend. It wasn't my fault. I don't want to yell in your ear, but like it wasn't my fault. And it wasn't impacting anything. I had no responsibilities that night or the next morning that were going to be affected by me being late for curfew. So me getting punished felt unnecessary because it served no purpose I took nothing away from the experience that was gonna help me and like it just felt so unjustified because I was so communicative about literally everything and it's just like my mother approved for me to go off campus with this family and I I can't I simply cannot um and the kicker is that like krista obviously got home at a very or i say got home she got back to her dorm at a very similar time and her dorm parent like didn't care because she krista was with her mom right and like what are you gonna do you can't control that the restaurant was crowded it was just it was frustrating so yeah like i understand a lot of the rules from a liability perspective and like the school just trying to protect themselves because it's high school and kids are reckless But there definitely were practices that felt just excessive or like overbearing structure, like a helicopter parent in the form of an institution. It was strange. Um, Moving on. (laughs) 11. Was it somewhat easy to adjust to college from going to boarding school? Absolutely. For me, there was truly nothing about college I wasn't prepared for. Roommate, shower shoes, academic rigor, office hours, you name it. I was used to it. If anything, the biggest shock was seeing how many... Not how many. Was seeing how intensely people partied. But even in high school, like, I knew, but I just never saw it. Um... And maybe that bleeds into the next question about... In college, did you find it difficult to relate or bond over high school experience? Um... Yes, some parts no, but mainly yes. When people think of high school, they rarely think about the classes, right? They think about the experience and everything about boarding school is just different. Your relationships are different. Your friendships are different. Your weekends don't even compare because we had Saturday class. Not every boarding school does, but mine did. So like no one could relate to that. It's just so unique. And, you know, when most baby, when most high school kids are working or babysitting their siblings on a Saturday, I had class, I had away games and rehearsals for upcoming shows. I went to Princeton with friends to grab froyo. Like it was just your, it was an atypical experience. Right. And so of course, like typical high school drama and boy drama and friendship, whatever, like we had that, but Even still, it was exacerbated because you live with your crushes, your bullies, your frenemies, like there's no escape. So on the surface, you can relate. But I think it's much more nuanced in the case of boarding school students. I think honestly, that's probably the best answer is I could relate to a lot of the sentiments, but the nuances are like tangible experiences from a typical public or even private day school were just different from my experience um but to be fair a lot of my college experience was not bonding over things that happened in high school it was very much like bonding over the way we were experiencing and navigating uh California and Oxy specifically which is where I went um so I hope that answers your question 13 and we're nearing the end here I know Y'all have been listening to my voice for like half an hour now. Um, So 13, do you feel like boarding school helped you find yourself or made you shield yourself from others? This is a beautiful question. Uh, Y'all are gonna hate me because my answer to everything is both. But I definitely shielded myself from others in the beginning because I knew my differences automatically just by looking at people. The way that they dressed, the brands that they wore, the way that they spoke. And, and I felt inferior, like the imposter syndrome was real as a mother. But (laughs) throughout high school, I began to learn what it actually meant to be Sienna and I began to learn what I wanted it to mean to be Sienna. And I say began because I'll be damned if I claim that I knew who I was at 18 years old. But I definitely was more clear on who I didn't want to be and who I knew Sienna wasn't. And I kept refining who I was in relationship to my environment and my upbringing and figuring out like when I was code switching to fit the environment And when I was code switching back to being my authentic self, like small talk with professors or advising lunch, code switching, like all hell. But when I was with my friends in the echo circle, I was closer to authentic Sienna. There was still a bit of performativity if we're just going to keep it a buck. Uh, But yeah, I do think boarding school specifically allowed me to learn about myself in ways that a typical high school experience wouldn't have so i didn't find myself in high school but it definitely helped me find uh, myself and start that journey second to last <laughs> you know you're a boarding school kid just from this question <laughs> how did you survive um i did it next question nah but for real ah i'm so cringeworthy i'm so sorry um nah but for real like i said before i have critiques for days about boarding school my specific school education and curriculums as a whole but ultimately my experience was a net positive because of the people that i met the five people i interact with most are from lawrenceville My closest, I'm crying and I need support people are from Lawrenceville. My, I'm bored, let's go on an adventure are from Lawrenceville. Like in every facet of my life, there is at least one Lawrenceville alumni because of the kind of connection that you make. Like the only way you survive boarding school is with your community and no one, and I mean no one makes it out alone like I think it's sincerely impossible um so how did I survive because of you my dear friend who asked this you know who you are I love you I appreciate you and to literally any Lawrenceville alumni any of my friends anyone in my community who is listening to this I appreciate you and you are a huge reason why I survived uh and last but not least What was your favorite memory of boarding school? I can't think of one, but I just got like a flood of random memories. Uh, And so the ones that come to mind are streaking across the golf course with some of my housemates, like the last day of junior year. Um, Every spring dance concert, I've referred to it a couple times here. I was a huge dancer in high school. I love it with my whole heart. And SDC was just such a huge part of my experience. Um, Random nights in Upper Common Room where, like, Maluski would come down with his guitar and we would all just be singing. It was just, it was the most random group of people, but it was so wholesome. Um, oh my goodness, climbing to the top of the KAC, which was uh, the Kirby Arts Center, uh, with my friend and looking at the stars, uh random saturday nights in the circle which is literally just a circle of grass in the middle of campus uh laying out pretending to do homework with friends and watching people play volleyball like in the spring it was amazing and yeah there you have it a little inside look into my zoe 101 experience i hope it provided something for you something to consider something to chat about with friends some laughter some smiles vibes uh yeah this was a really interesting thing to like recap and recount i have zero desire to edit so you are getting the completely raw version and footage of this um so be kind to me i love you i appreciate you for sticking around and Last but not least, this week's focus is to join me in the March Intentional Living Challenge. I'm posting this on Sunday, March seventh, so you can join me on Monday, March eighth. Um, I will post the calendar and the task every day on the Love X Light story on Instagram, and you can just let me know if you're participating or not by voting in a poll. And it's just a fun way to push yourself to do something outside of your routine that is holistically beneficial for you. um, I've chatted your ears off long enough. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Let me know what you want to hear from me.